And we are on. Hello, I am Deb Creer. I am the socialite. I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. This is a little bittersweet day for me day, today here because this is the last time I'm actually live in the studio because I'm moving to Atlanta. But we're going to have so much fun because I'm going to call in and do the program. So, you know, you're not getting rid of me. I'm just moving to a different locale. So it'll be great. So as a treat, we have just one of the absolute best people I could have as my <laughs> final guest in studio. Um, I have known Heather for several years, have known and respected her work. So I would love to introduce Heather Lutze. She is a true internet marketing expert, but she doesn't do geek speak. She talks in, about all this in plain English, which we so much love because we get geek and then my eyes cross. She started her career as a web designer, but then she quickly realized that having a great looking website was just not enough. Her clients' frustrations with getting traffic to their website inspired her first book, The Findability Formula, the easy, non-technical approach to search engine marketing. The unprecedented marketing opportunities for businesses using social media prompted her second book, the recently published Thumbonomics. And if publishing, as if being a publisher of two hot do-it-yourself internet marketing books wasn't enough, Heather is also lead presenter for the prestigious online marketing summit, and she spent three years training advertisers for the mighty Yahoo search marketing. She's pres presented at Tony Robbins Business Mastery all around the globe. I think you were in Vietnam not all that long ago. Fiji. Ah, cool, cool. She's even been on, okay, everybody be jealous, Oprah twice. Isn't that so cool? So we are going to talk with Heather now. I mean, this is this really is a treat. Heather is somebody who I had wanted to have on the program since it started. So this is so much fun to be able to have you here. So welcome, Heather. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. Well, let's start. Anything else that I need to add to your bio? Tell us why you got into marketing to start with, and then why you figured out that there is this thing called search engine marketing, and yeah. that we can't just you know post and expect people to find us. I really lucked into this profession. I was a graphic artist uh, mm. when I first got married. My husband and I are celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary oh. today. Oh, congratulations. Yes, we beat the odds. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I was a frustrated graphic artist, uh -huh. and my husband, who's an IT professional, said, you know, you really should check out this thing called HTML. Mm -hmm. And that was back in 1995. Wow. And uh, he's always been a cutting-edge sort of guy. Uh -huh. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't do math. I can mm -hmm. barely balance mm -hmm. my checkbook. Right. Uh, that's not my – I'm a creative. Yes. Right? I'm a creative. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is not programming. This is – this is pretty. Tagging. Mm -hmm. You could do this. You mm -hmm. could do this. Because I was already doing full color layouts, right. Pantone mm -hmm. colors and all that. So anyway, fast forward uh, five years later, I had a successful website design company. Mm -hmm. um, and I was doing websites back in early 2000. Wow. So I got really in early, thanks to nice. my husband. I mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, built three or 400 websites, sold that business to a company up north mm -hmm. here in Colorado. And then after that, got really lucky and uh, ran into a gal uh, at a training who actually was doing a Yahoo training mm -hmm. that I attended. Uh, her and I hit it off, and I started working for Yahoo. Nice. So I was I worked for Yahoo. Uh, you guys remember them? Uh, they used to be a big player, and now uh -huh. it's like, Yabing? <laughs> Yahoo. Is it Yabing? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I had a great time working with Yahoo. Mm -hmm. That's when they were really uh, a big player in the space. Mm -hmm. And um, d I found my love for public speaking. Nice. I trained million-dollar advertisers, so p advertisers who spend a million dollars a month in paid search revenue. Wow. So I got to travel all over the country, mm -hmm. training, Kodak, IBM, big, big, big companies. Nice. It was great. But mm -hmm. I, I, what I started seeing was a real sense of um, continuity in the issues and problems mm -hmm. that were showing up for a lot of big business and small business, because sometimes mm -hmm. the smaller businesses would come to those trainings as well, too. And anyway, that's when I decided to start my own agency. Mm -hmm. So at the same time I was working for Yahoo and having a baby, <laughs> I thought it would be a good time to right, start right. a business. You, you had a few spare Why hours. Why not? I, I felt like one of those people that had like a, those p plate spinners. Uh -huh. How many plates can yeah. I get spinning at yep. one time? Yeah. But that's how I am. That's how I always And the nice been. thing is none of the plates fell. <laughs> Well, you have to ask my husband about that. Okay. Yeah, okay. but that's another, that's, another, that's another show, right? Um, but, yeah, and I started at that point really focusing on how do, I, how do I get findable to people who don't know I exist but should. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a business, I'm on the Internet, I might have an absolutely drop-dead gorgeous website, mm -hmm. but so many of the websites that I'd seen through the years were really brochure sites. Mm -hmm. And I was really sick and tired of not only designers building these brochure sites, mm -hmm. but also I was really um, interested in SEO and search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. I'd already sort of cut my teeth in paid search, so I mm -hmm. already felt very comfortable right. with that. 
So you knew what keywords and all of those oh, were. Oh, yeah. Right. We spent mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of time on keywords mm-hmm. at Yahoo because that was really the pivot point that everything either worked or didn't work mm-hmm. from. And so I became fixated with kind of the psychology of search and what people search for. Nice. And oftentimes those were totally incongruent with how the business saw themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now I spend all my time on the road uh, and with my, I have a search agency here in Denver mm-hmm. called Findability Group. Mm-hmm. And I spend all my time just educating business owners about keyword phrases and how to connect with a buying audience online. Great. Cool. Well, for those of you who are listening to the program live, um, Heather has brought five copies of her book, Thumbonomics, which is the essential business roadmap for social media and mobile marketing. And if you have a question that Heather can answer, go back to the homepage. You, sh- you should be there on the, the homepage of milehighradio.com and use the chat feature to send us your question. And the first five people who send us a question, we will get your address and we will mail you a copy of Heather's book. So thank you so much for that. Well, and it's in non-geek speak. No geek speak. Right. It's been written in a, in a language for business owners. Mm-hmm. So it's not for techies. Cool. It's for you know understanding how to incorporate social media mm-hmm. in your own business for business results. Great. To pay the bills. Right. Because <laughs> we have to pay well, the bills. And you know the sad thing, and of course I'm probably one of these people too that doesn't always understand SEO. In yeah. fact, I had somebody the other day call it CEO. Am I supposed to do CEO? I oh, said, funny. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even going to go there. But you know, why is it important in a nutshell? Yeah, well, I think what's happening is that a consumer is being more demanding of how they receive their content. Mm-hmm. Uh, the white noise has got, gotten to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And I think that what happens in a search environment is I get to craft what gets shown to me through a Google search or a mm-hmm. Yahoo search. Right. And I now am demanding a higher level of customization mm-hmm. of the information that comes back to me. So people are opting out of newspapers. They're right. opting out of mm-hmm. uh, the spam filters at an mm-hmm. all-time high. Um, you know, I'm listening to satellite radio because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear the commercials anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we are filtering out what we don't want to hear. Right. And, and so yeah. we filter with our searches, too. Correct. Absolutely. So what we do is we focus on training businesses based on search volume, mm-hmm. real people doing real searches, and that anything over four keyword phrases. So when I say that, I mean like um, Internet Marketing Denver SEO. Right. That's four keyword mm-hmm. phrases. And that, when we did the studies at Yahoo, and we also did, do some work with SEOmoz.org, mm-hmm. and they had a great study that talks about conversion by keyword. Mm-hmm. So how long I put my keywords in, the warmer the lead is when they get to your website. Ah. So what I, so, and what the studies talked about was 49% of people who type in um, a four keyword phrase mm-hmm. have a 49% higher chance of converting when they get to your site. Nice. Yeah. And you want them to find you higher. Because, it, you know, and now, you know, I don't know if I'm, uh, you know, the average type of user. I'm, I definitely look at the first page, sure. but I do want to see, you know, the top five or six. Those are the ones I click. Sometimes I'll go to a second page. Yeah. I almost never go any further in a search. Now, it might mean that I didn't type my keywords right, you know, and so I need to filter down a little bit more. Right. But, yeah, companies that don't come up at all, they're just lost. They're not found. Right. Well, and 86% of all people who pull up a search result page never go to page two. Mm-hmm. They're making a click decision, a right. buying decision mm-hmm. on page one, mm-hmm. usually above the fold. So the first four right. or five listings, yeah. they are going to make a click decision yeah. there. I mean, like it or not, Google gets to be the arbitrator of good and bad. Mm-hmm. And, and, and searchers have become used to the idea that whatever Google says, mm-hmm. I, have, I trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think business owners often are very intimidated by the Google algorithm. Right. Or, you know, I don't have any control over mm-hmm. Google and how they see me. And that's so why bother? Yeah, why bother? Uh. And that's absolutely not correct. A mm-hmm. uh, business owner has every single opportunity to mm-hmm. get findable under specific phrases that are going to be meaningful their, mm-hmm. for their business. Well, and I think one of those, you know, and obviously it depends on what you do, is definitely the location. I see so many people who don't have any location because they say, well, I can work with anyone anywhere. <laughs> right. Okay, but you still have to be found first. Sure, sure. And and I think a lot of the misconception is, you know, you uh, there's a couple different ways to look at local. One is if you're a local business or restaurant and oh, you yeah. actually you take definitely walk have in. to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. I mean, Yelp is a search mm-hmm. engine, Urban Spoon mm-hmm. is a search engine. Um, even Google reviews to a certain extent can ah, be optimized mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with keyword phrases. Um, and I think a lot of times people don't think of themselves that way. 
Uh, so there's like there's that kind of walk-in business, mm-hmm. but then there's like someone who has like myself. My, my I have an agency in the middle of the Denver Tech Center. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't take walk-ins, right? But we but people type in Internet Marketing Denver is mm-hmm. our number one keyword yeah. phrase, and 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 you have to have that Denver for them to find you because I'm thinking, okay, I'm in Denver and I want to find somebody local that I can work with, right? You know, now I might be in, say, Atlanta, and because what you do can be done virtually anywhere, right. but that location still is kind of that first little trigger point. Well, here's the problem. We're located in Greenwood Village. We're not right. located in Denver. Right. So if I, if, and, and if I, you know, <laughs> even here, I might not type Greenwood Village. No. I'm going to type Denver. You're always going to type Denver. Mm-hmm. It's the highest search, right. searched phrase in mm-hmm. our space. And all the search engine marketing companies are fist fighting for this space. It's oh, so yeah. funny. Yeah. And, um, and so we had to optimize specific pages on our website, our homepage. Mm-hmm. To have, you know, Denver strategically placed throughout that mm-hmm. document. Right. And and it's funny because people get pretty territorial sometimes. They mm-hmm. will say, no, I live in Lakewood. My office is in Lakewood. Okay, but it's still Denver. It's Metro Denver. You know, are you in that five-county region <laughs> and right. things like that? Well, you want the most amount of searches that pertain to who you could mm-hmm. help. It's not based on where you see yourself. Right. That's a big, big mistake. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of business owners are like, well, we are, you know, corporate initiative, initiative creativity planning. Yeah. You know, and the guy's like, okay, le- oh. le- leadership planning is mm-hmm. what we are mm-hmm. on the outside. But they mm-hmm. call themselves something totally different on the right. inside. And they just miss this huge amount of search mm-hmm. volume because they can't let go of whatever their, their PR guy said or their marketing agency mm-hmm. said that they are. Right. Because that's creative and unique. Mm-hmm. The problem is unique does not serve people well, on the Internet. And unique it may mean that people can't even, you know, if, if you've made yourself too unique, they're not going to use those terms to find you. Never. And then I, I, we talk to clients all the time. I had this call from a guy recently after I spoke in um, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. He called me, uh, and he's like, you know what, Heather? My entire marketing department is out at the bar right now. It's oh. like a Friday afternoon celebrating the fact we got 50 likes on our Facebook page. Wow. And he's like, what the heck does that have to do with my business <laughs> yeah. and me paying mm-hmm. my bills? Right. And why should I be so flippant mm-hmm. excited about 50 mm-hmm. likes? Definitely. You know, because he's like, I don't see the ROI mm-hmm. in this. Right. This is so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this is a lot of misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And I, I spent my career trying to get business owners to take some accountability for the understanding mm-hmm. that is SEO and social media. Right. Well, and, and, you know, I, I don't think we can emphasize it enough that they need to ask other people how they find them too. You know, you mentioned that, that you have other people yeah. because you do see yourself in a certain way that you do X, Y, Z. Well, somebody else might think you do A, B, C. Right. And if you do, that's great. But those are the, the terms that you have to have in there. Right. You know, we get so caught up in what was our elevator speech, you know, what were the words that we used to describe ourselves and, and we forget that that's not exactly how somebody else could do it. Um, I When I've worked on clients' websites, I always tell them, you know, how would you find your competitor? What words would you type? Right. And then, of course, we go to the competitors and we see what what they have done. We never copy. We never paste. You know that's bad. And Google sometimes the competitors like are clueless too, though. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Be careful yeah. watching your competitors. Oh yeah. Oftentimes they're just watching what yeah. you're doing, yeah. and you're just both yeah. ca- chasing and, each other's and, tail, and you're going in a circle, going absolutely nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so see what's there, and see you know, and, and you know, long gone are the days. You know, I love the people who used to put their competitors' names in as keywords. It's like, oh no, bad, bad. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, how do the competitors describe themselves? Right. We. We always start with businesses kind of taking them way back, just mm-hmm. kind of why was Google originally invented? Mm-hmm. What was the reason why this this mass, massive mm-hmm. you know database that is Google is there now? You know, it was a Stanford research project mm-hmm. and two students. I, you got to love these a, students. A billionaires, <laughs> um, you know, started this to be able to cross reference. Uh, student papers and doctoral theses that had not been published yet. Ah. And that you couldn't go to the library and just pull them mm-hmm. off the shelves. And they're like, look, we're not willing to wait that long. Mm-hmm. So why don't we build this database that lets us cross-reference the content that's already on campus? And then it just expanded from there. Yes. Wow. So if you think about it, I'm sure everyone who's listening can think about a time when they wrote term papers. Mm-hmm. As painful as that may be, oh, yeah. we Ick. can go back there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think about every page in your website is an individual term paper. Mm -hmm. And Google just wants to place that term paper uh, in the most relevant topic that's related to the content on that page. Cool. So if you think about it, you know, I have a dog shop in Denver. Mm -hmm. So my homepage would be most likely be optimized for a word like dog shop Denver. Right. That gets X amount of searches. Mm -hmm. Um, And then every single page in there, it's almost like chapters in a book. Mm -hmm. So if you thought about it, if I wrote a paper... I would have different paragraphs in my paper nice. that would mm-hmm. talk about different topics, mm-hmm. but they would all be about pet shops. Right. Now, underneath pet shop, then I could say, okay, I have a section on dogs. Mm-hmm. 
I have a food, section on cats. Training. Food. Right. Training. So then, okay, great. So now, I, you know, underneath dogs, I've got dog care, dog grooming, mm-hmm. right? So now Google's like, great. So I can put this page under Pet Shop Denver, mm-hmm. this page under Dog Shop Denver, and this page under Dog Grooming mm-hmm. Denver. And so, you know, you, you've built a hierarchical term paper. Mm-hmm. And, and I think sometimes business owners are so caught up in the about us services, testimonials, right. contact That they us. forget that's not what people are looking for. They don't want about us. No, and it's not a term paper about mm-hmm. us. You're not, not trying to get ranked for the word mm-hmm. about us right. or the word home mm-hmm. for your home page. Yeah. If you're a home builder, that's yes. great. Yeah, but that's you know an right? anomaly. <laughs> exactly. And I think once people kind of hear this, a light bulb goes off. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to kind of pull back and talk about nice. this. Nice. Yeah. Because once you understand this premise, I want you to then think about going and looking at your website. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to be represented at a, as, a, as an industry leader, as a thought leader mm-hmm. in whatever you do, mm-hmm. you've got to write and be published in that same regard. Nice. So mm-hmm. if you build homes, you better be publishing on homes. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the reason I wrote Thumbonomics is because Google has had to expand their vision of what a professor is. Mm-hmm. And so websites used to be a great way for them to understand professorship. Cool. Authority. Right? Nice. Cool. And, and But that's everyone says they're the best, the brightest, the mm-hmm. most affordable. So how do you differentiate? Google mm-hmm. can't differentiate. And they're, right. being, they're being so deceived on a minute-by-minute minute basis mm-hmm. that... They've had to open up their perception of what a thought leader is Mm -hmm. and what a thought author is. Cool. So now they're saying, okay, great. So let's, they're calling it social signals Mm -hmm. now. Um, What social signal can I look at? Mm -hmm. What are you doing in Facebook? Great. What are you doing in Twitter? What are you doing in YouTube? Great. Well, that is a perfect lead in to the next section. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, let's discuss that because so many people assume that there's no SEO pertaining to social media and they couldn't be further from the truth. Great. You got a friend in me. Considering buying hardwood flooring, don't do anything until you've written down this number and received your free Lumber Liquidators catalog. The flooring was high quality with an unbeatable price tag. Call in the next 10 minutes to get your free catalog. What I bought at Lumber Liquidators is a vastly higher quality than flooring I had installed six years ago and for a fraction of the cost. So if you want great hardwood flooring at unbeatable prices, trust Lumber Liquidators. We buy direct from the mills. Call right now to get our flooring guide and catalog absolutely free. It's free. Filled with top quality hardwood flooring, including solid hardwoods, laminates, and bamboos, and even Bella Wood prefinished flooring with a 100 year transferable warranty. The same floor Bob Vila has in his home. This free catalog is full of tips, ideas, and our flooring project list to make your buying decisions easy. Hurry, call right now to get a copy of this free guide and catalog. Call 877 413 2193 to get your free copy now. 877 413 2193. 877 413 2193. And we are back. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a business tool. And we have such a treat today because we have Heather Lutze, who is an internet marketing expert. And let's, let's take a step back. Uh, actually, let's, let's really take a step back and remind folks that if you have questions about search engine optimization, using things, you know, using those tools for social media, go ahead and, and, uh, use the chat feature on milehighradio.com. We have five 
copies of Heather's book, Thumbonomics, to give away. You can also go to the Mile High Radio Facebook page and post your questions there, and I'm, I'm watching that too. So, yeah, plus we really want you to like the page, so go like the page and then post your questions, and we'd be more than happy to, to get you a copy of Heather's great book. It's written in plain English. It's for those of us who don't speak geek, and it's a, an absolutely great tool, and I'm so happy that she brought me a copy all for myself. Um, so, but let's take a step back before we jump into social media, and let's emphasize again how important it is to have keywords for each page on your right. website. Right. I mean, if you think about it, the entire website is your term paper. Right. But then each page in your website is like a more explanatory section. Mm-hmm. So if you think about the homepage as, as the boss, mm-hmm. right, the boss is the CEO. It gets okay. the best possible keyword. Then if you think about your main navigation underneath that, mm-hmm. those are like the um, the VPs. They all run a different business unit. Right. So one business unit might be cats. One mm-hmm. business unit is dogs. Mm-hmm. And then underneath that, those are the coworkers. So those are the pages that support the vice president mm-hmm. who reports to the boss. Nice. So if you think mm-hmm. about it that way, most right. people have seen an org chart. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want to challenge listeners to think about going back and actually using like PowerPoint or something they feel comfortable with ah. and laying out the website like an org chart. Oh, nice. And that then really assign makes sense. a keyword to mm-hmm. every page. Mm-hmm. Use the Google keyword tool. Mm-hmm. And we probably need to talk about that at some point. Yeah. But I have a whole chapter, my chapter five in Thumbonomics. Great. It's called Social Media Marketing Keywords for Findability. Nice. Now the same concept applies mm-hmm. to to what we're talking about, um, making sure that you are in touch with how people search for you, mm-hmm. and then you have to create content that supports mm-hmm. that keyword, that the way people search already, mm-hmm. and the Google Keyword Tool will say, okay, 1,500 people a month type in social media radio. Right. And then, okay, great. So now I have to I have to architect a page on my website mm-hmm. that talks exactly about social right. media How radio. do I get those people to my page? Boom. And as soon as Google's going to recognize you as an expert in social media radio, mm-hmm. you get 1,500 people a month that search for that phrase. That's when the magic shows up. Nice. You rank. Mm-hmm. You get in touch with hyper-warm searchers. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, your phone starts to ring. Mm-hmm. The contact form gets filled out. Mm-hmm. People subscribe to your email newsletter. They are converting because you they're warm when they get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times business owners, I know this for a fact, have what I lovingly call ego keywords. Mm-hmm. So my ego keyword is Internet. Ah, It mm-hmm. would change my world. I would be a billionaire like Zuckerberg mm-hmm. if I was number one under the word Internet. Mm-hmm. What's your ego keyword? Is it? Can I do two words? Because I do social media. Yeah, social media. Okay, but really, those two words mm-hmm. are pretty right. Informational they're they're in kind nature. of synonymous, and they, they yeah. yeah. And it probably mm-hmm. be pretty hard for you to rank under that mm-hmm. keyword phrase. So, oh, most definitely. Yeah, you think? Yeah. No, one tried to, <laughs> no one tried to compete for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but if you think about social media marketing radio station, mm-hmm. you know, then I should start coming up much higher. You're, and you're going to rank there faster. The people are going to be warmer when they get there. Mm-hmm. They're going to either become a subscriber, mm-hmm. right? They're going to like you on Facebook. They're going to listen to your show every week. You're going to be able to start monetizing mm-hmm. the effort you're putting into the radio show. Nice. So I've made it my mission to do these findability mm-hmm. makeovers with clients. And, you know, we want you to rethink the way your findability is mm-hmm. for your website. So how would they find you? Oh, great. So, well, obviously, you can go to <laughs> Facebook.com slash marketing speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, one word, all one word. And you're able to actually, if you like the page, you can actually download a free audio copy of Thumbonomics. And you can rip that right to your iPod or your, uh, your um, uh, iPhone and Which I to will it. be doing for the move to Atlanta because Excellent. we're driving. Great. You'll, you'll have four hours with me. We'll become very close. Yay! But um, that's one way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And the other way is findability.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three business units at my office. Uh, we have a speaking unit where we speak at events all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so thrilled to go back to Fiji and speak for Tony Robbins again nice. in June. June. Mm-hmm. Bringing my husband, I'm thrilled to death. Um, I'm husband, also, no kids, no kids. Yay! Not this, not this time. Bit of a little vacation. Yeah, no, we're good. We're gonna leave, you know, the the toilet bowl open and a bowl mm-hmm. of food out. They'll yeah, be fine. They'll, they'll be, be fine. fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, and um, so we have the business unit, which is the speakers. Mm-hmm. We have the Findability University that we're actually in the process of building, mm-hmm. where people do it yourself will be able to go in there and actually do video training on how to mm-hmm. do SEO and social media. And pay-per-click. Mm-hmm. And then I also have, of course, the development group where we mm-hmm. do all the work ourselves for clients. Very good. Very yeah. good. Okay, so let's talk social media because everybody assumes that, you know, let's let's start with Facebook because that's kind of the, the big guy. People think, well, you can't find anything that that is specific to Facebook. So how do you do 
SEO for Facebook pages. And I'm not talking about your personal page. So, you know, everybody kind of, don't, don't freak out. We're not letting people find your little, you know, when you posted about your vacation pictures. Right. We want you to find your business page. Right. What do you do there so that people can find that? Well, if I could back up just a little bit, I, I always like to talk with clients about person versus persona. Ah. And, and I think it's important to identify when you are on the Internet for your business, mm-hmm. who are you? Uh, what's the role you play mm-hmm. and what's the voice mm-hmm. and who represents that voice? Um, what we recommend to clients is actually they have two Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. One that's personal that's drilled all the way down to private. Okay. So no one right. is ever going to see Nobody finds your vacation pictures, nope. all those various things. No way. And then you set up another persona page. So you have a great professional headshot. Mm-hmm. Um, it is you are a such and such expert mm-hmm. in your field. Uh, you have all your accreditations, certifications. Anyone who follows you there is probably knows you as a result of what you do for business. Okay. Okay. Your personal page is actually just family and close friends. Okay. And I, I really would have it. My entire family about two years ago unfollowed me on Facebook on the same day. <laughs> They're evil. Evil. But anyway, I took that as a hard slap over the face mm-hmm. saying, look, if you don't separate your audiences, mm-hmm. you end up really upsetting a, a large group of people who already love you, mm-hmm. but they don't really care about what you right. do. <laughs> my family did mm-hmm. not care about search engine mm-hmm. marketing. Well, and I'll admit, I do a combination. I have my business page, yeah. and it is 100% business. I don't talk about anything except business on there. I'm not going to talk about the TV shows I like, any things like that. Right. On my personal page, I do a little bit of business, but it is mainly, it's probably... 80% at least talking about the fact that I like glee, that I like, you know, all these various things. I'm a closet so fan people, too. Oh, yes. so you know. huh. That's the other thing I'm downloading on my iPod. Right. But, um, you know, so they get a little taste, but, but I am my business and I'm talking about social media. So it's a little bit different for me. Yeah. And I have the same sort of problem too, but I, because I am, my name is also part right. of my brand, mm-hmm. but my family just doesn't care about mm-hmm. keywords and social media anymore. They just, they never really did, quite right. frankly. So by separating that voice, so I have a personal persona. Mm-hmm. page where I am all about a persona that is a marketing yes. expert. Mm-hmm. And then my business page that's attached to that uh, speaks directly to business owners and people who have read either Findability Formula or Thumbonomics. Great. And I've tried to really draw a clear line. Now, mm-hmm. in answer to your question before that, I want everyone to, to, to realize that Facebook is a search engine at its heart. Mm-hmm. Um, in as, fact, it, it tops Google on occasion. Several yeah. times a week it does. Yeah, they actually fight for positioning. And actually, YouTube is, is currently the number two search mm-hmm. engine on the Internet. But, you know, they're owned by Google, so yeah, I lump really them count, together. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but people don't think, I always get that kind of funny look like, what do you mean it's a search engine? Mm-hmm. And they all have search boxes at the top, guys. Right. And we search. Yeah. That's how we find people. Well, and Google it has transcended Google. Mm-hmm. Um, you Google it on Yahoo. You Google mm-hmm. it on Facebook. Yeah, you Google, Google is now a verb. Yeah, just like likes. Mm-hmm. Likes have now transcended and, and left Facebook mm-hmm. and are now on everything. You can like pages on websites. You mm-hmm. can like products at Amazon. You can like anything now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really, I want you to expand as a business owner, you need to really expand your vision of findability. Mm-hmm. And and for me, the, what we do at our agency is something called the findability formula. Okay. And that's obviously based off my first book. Mm-hmm. And if you can dominate the search result page, so forever and ever, people thought, well, if I get number one on SEO, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I can move on to something else. Yes. Right? Well, that's For about not- 10 seconds. Exactly. Maybe. That's not enough anymore. <laughs> what if I got what I call world domination by keyword phrase? Ooh. Right? So I world dominate because when someone types in that perfect converting keyword phrase, mm-hmm. they see me organically. So I have number one position. Mm-hmm. They see my paid search ad, mm-hmm. which is at the top. They see two YouTube videos that have been optimized for that keyword. Mm-hmm. They see a blog post. And they see my Facebook and LinkedIn profile. Now, what's happening to my competitor as I'm being so focused on this one keyword? Where's my competitor going? They're going down, 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 down. down. Yes. To page two. Right. Which Bye-bye. we never go to. No, you don't go to. So what if you could pick a keyword phrase that was highly searched? Mm-hmm. You could optimize a page on your website to get ranked. Then you utilize social media to dominate all the other spots on that page. Nice. YouTube. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn ranks mm-hmm. there. Facebook public pages will rank there. Mm-hmm. YouTube videos. Tweet. You know the tweets rank in Google as well? I know. Mm-hmm. But you got to use that keyword in there, mm-hmm. or Google's not going to see you as a professor right. in tweets. Mm-hmm. So, and, and all of a sudden, it's like this big eye-opening moment for business owners. Mm-hmm. They're like, 
that's why we should engage in social media. Well, I get it now. And it's as simple as figuring out what those keywords are. And, you know, we all have our senior moments, so you write them down, and you put them somewhere where you see them a lot. Adeb, I just like to make that clear. You yes. have senior moments. Yes. No, oh, this I'm is kidding. true. This is this true. This does not happen Heather. to me, ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I may have, you know, middle age moments. That's it. But I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not there yet. No. Yeah. But we forget things. <laughs> of course you do. And and so we forget what those keywords are, and that we should be including them in our posts. So, hello, okay. just write them down, put them on your bulletin board, put them next to your computer, so that way you see them and you remember every time you post, use those words. Well, and, and, and the findability formula, chapter six covers a keyword brainstorming session. Ah. And what we recommend is you do is you get a bunch of sticky notes, a bunch mm-hmm. of coffee, mm-hmm. you lock everyone in a conference room for about three hours, and you talk about your competitors. You talk about how you don't want to be found, so mm-hmm. the things that people might confuse you with. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at, uh, you talk to the customer service people. And they say, okay, yeah, when, everyone, when, when I, I used to do some work for a video professor up north, mm-hmm. and um, I used to sit in their call center meetings every morning. And I was amazed to hear, like, some of the call center people, like, you know what people call them? They, they say, I Googled, I hate Excel. Oh. I hate concatenation. And that's how we found you. I hate formulas mm-hmm. in Excel. Mm-hmm. So people will just emotionally dump right. their mm-hmm. concerns right into a Google search box. And so by having a brainstorming meeting, you're going to get all the emotionality. You're going to get the competitor phrases. You're going to get a lot of the things that as, as business owners, we are so separated from. Uh, and the more, the bigger your company gets, the farther separated from the customer mm-hmm. you get. Right. So I recommend you start there. Mm-hmm. Then check those keywords against the Google Keyword Tool. Mm-hmm. And that's outlined in Chapter 6 in both my books. Okay. Um, you can find it. And you can just Google Keyword Tool. Mm-hmm. Go to Google. Go to the search box. Put Keyword Tool. It's the first organic listing that comes up. Okay. This this is a treasure trove of of information about how people see your business and Very how they good. need to find it. Well, and and we're not saying use 20 keywords with every post. No, 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 no. You, use use the ones that make one. sense. One. Yeah. You know, and and but but make sure that that there is at least one of those keywords there. Well, and keep in mind that a, a blog post is a term paper. Correct. And Google is still operating back in that Stanford, you know, mm-hmm. uh it just mindset. sees Content. It's just content. Mm-hmm. If, uh, and, and I think a lot of people get they get you know wrapped up in the blue that is the background, mm-hmm. or do we where do we put the logo? And but they if get, they can't find you, it doesn't matter. Who cares what that thing <laughs> looks like? I don't care if you spent a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars on the most state of the art website. If it's unfindable, you've just flushed a hundred thousand right. dollars in yeah. the toilet. Great. Well, we're going to go ahead and take another break, and when we come back, let's talk about LinkedIn because so mm-hmm. many people assume that you don't have SEO for LinkedIn either. You absolutely do, and we'll show you how. Great. Perfect. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. Do you or someone you know have a child that's suffering from focusing problems at school, maybe ADD-like symptoms? Well, I'm Dr. Clint Dickinson of Dickinson Chiropractic in Castle Rock, Colorado, and let me tell you how I've helped numerous children with this. Uh, like One from Tyler, who had a problem focusing in school. He has multiple learning problems, and chiropractic has helped him to focus better in school. He now can think clearly, sleep better, and his teachers are completely blown away. Give my office a call at 303-688-2300. That's 303 to see if we can help you today. These days, you can't afford to be wasting time or money, especially in business. That's why I stopped going to the post office and started using stamps.com. Now, I print real U.S. postage for all my letters and packages using just my computer and printer. And now you can start saving time and money, too. Just go to 21stamps.com, and you'll get a no-risk four-week trial plus a $100 bonus offer, including free postage at 21stamps.com. Performance Apparel is South Metro Denver's premier corporate and athletic apparel store. We're your one-stop shop for creating a personal yet professional look for you and your organization. We can assist you in outfitting your corporate team, baseball team, lacrosse team, soccer team, hockey team, football team, or any other team you're involved with. Our goal is to outfit your team for success. We offer in-house full-service embroidery, a state-of-the-art banner and sign maker, screen printing, a graphic designer, vinyl and heat press letter logos, tackle twill, 
So on lettering, leather jackets, hats, shirts, and other corporate imaging, learn just why we've been chosen to be the official corporate image consultant and provider for MileHighRadio.com by clicking on the banner ad on their website. Remember the name in South Metro Denver. It's Performance Apparel. We are back. I am Deb Creer, and I am here, here with Heather Lutze. We are talking about search engine optimization, or SEO for short. So many people don't even know what the, the letters stand for. They just know they're supposed to have it, which is funny. You know, if you don't know what it is, how do you know how you're supposed to have it and then what you're supposed to do with it? So let's talk now. We've talked about Facebook. And again, I want to remind people that if you're listening live and you have questions, to use the chat feature on milehighradio.com and send us your questions because Heather has graciously brought us five copies of her book Thumbonomics and you can also post questions on the Mile High Radio page on Facebook which is just facebook.com slash Mile High Radio. So let's talk now LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I think probably the problem people have with SEO on any of the social media sites is they think they're totally self-contained and that nothing else affects them and they don't even get that even if they're self-contained you're searching there. Right. So how do we do SEO for LinkedIn? Well, I mean, LinkedIn is primarily uh, uh, the ultimate networking site. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a business networking site in most cases. Um, right. We're not posting what we had for lunch. No, 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 no. This is, um, this is your persona, your mm-hmm. business persona as the expert in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, of uh, HR departments and people who are looking for specific jobs will follow certain keyword phrases. Mm-hmm. They will join groups where people are also talking mm-hmm. about the kind of hiring practices they're using through social media. Mm-hmm. But each individual page actually can rank not only in Google. Like my, my, my LinkedIn page ranks under um, uh, Internet Marketing Speaker. Good. And uh, that gets, by the way, gets a nice amount of search volume, mm-hmm. about 7,800 searches a month mm-hmm. times 12. Mm-hmm. I can't do that math. Do you do that math? Uh, no, I don't have that many toes. Yeah, right? Okay. So anyway. <laughs> and anyway, I have seen your moments, remember? do math, uh, <laughs> we envy you, um, and we hope you can do that math. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I, I get a lot of inquiries for speaking engagements, mm-hmm. inquiries for, for consulting work as mm-hmm. a result of being findable under Internet Marketing mm-hmm. Speaker. Uh, and my LinkedIn profile ranks there. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people don't think that that one profile has a living, breathing life mm-hmm. outside of LinkedIn. Well, and, and Google loves LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. And it really loves completed LinkedIn profiles. So just don't be the person that has the 5% completed profile and think <laughs> that it's going to work. And and it also loves active profiles. It so does. it's not set it up and forget it. Yeah, I mean, actively solicit for recommendations. I know this was the hardest part for me. You know, a big part of LinkedIn is that they are unsolicited um, well, they could be, you could ask someone to do it, but it, it's, it's a moderated recommendation process. Mm-hmm. So uh, after major speaking engagements, I will go back to the event manager and say, would you mind posting a mm-hmm. recommendation for right. me on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of those recommendations, because they are vetted through LinkedIn, mm-hmm. they hold a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I've been recently um, interviewing to hire an executive assistant for myself, and I would carefully review the LinkedIn profiles before I even had mm-hmm. a phone conversation right. with them. It's your first interview so many times. And Absolutely. people don't understand that. Yes. The more you have taken time to professionally build out that LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile, I want you to think about that as your electronic resume. Right. And um, Even if you're a, a business professional, it's yeah. still where people are going to research you. Well, it's interesting because I've been accepting resumes for this EA job I've mm-hmm. got. And a lot of people would actually take their LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. print it, and send it to me as their resume. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, if some even put QR codes on their resume, mm-hmm. so I could just scan it and go right back to their LinkedIn profile. Perfect. So, and I was actually quite impressed by that. Mm-hmm. that they had actually bust, busted through the convention mm-hmm. of, of of a resume mm-hmm. and said, you know what, this is the best, yeah. most accurate depiction of who and I it's, am. And it's so much bigger. It's so much more robust. Yeah. Um, you know, back to recommendations. Back in the good old days when we just did a recommendation for somebody on a piece of paper. Right. How many times did you get one of those and think, yeah, did that person really write this? It's so funny that you say that because I've asked thousands and thousands of audience members, what do you really think about testimonials mm-hmm. on websites? Mm-hmm. And everyone raises their hand and says, you paid for that. Yeah, or, or your made mother, it up. Yeah, your mother wrote it for mm-hmm. you, right? And I'm like, why do we keep doing right. it? But in LinkedIn, <laughs> it has to come from that person. Right. It's validated. Right. Yes, it's, and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my clients, don't put testimonials on your website. Put video testimonials. Mm-hmm. or just, Yeah, because then you know, it's it's that person. It's a real. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's authentic. Mm-hmm. And you won't, you won't question the validity of that mm-hmm. testimonial. 
Great. Yeah. So let's talk in LinkedIn about your professional headline. Yeah. What you, you should put keywords there, right? Yeah. So um, what I do is my professional headline is my first name is Heather. Mm-hmm. The last name is Lutzy Dash Internet Marketing Speaker. Mm-hmm. So I actually put the keyword in the in the latter part of my last name, mm-hmm. and then in my professional profile, I go ahead and and do a more explanatory. Uh, version of internet marketing mm-hmm. speaker and then i also i i what i call sprinkling i don't spam right i sprinkle mm-hmm. the keyword toward the top the middle and the bottom mm-hmm. so i make sure that it's in some of my job descriptions mm-hmm. i make sure it's in a couple of my links mm-hmm. and i think remember going back to that term paper this is now a linkedin term paper mm-hmm. and if you're writing about internet marketing speaker google expects that all the content on that page of course would be about internet marketing speaker mm-hmm. otherwise it's not a good paper. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get an A, right? And I want an A because mm-hmm. I'm a super yes, overachiever. Yes, we want A's. Yes, I want A's. I want A pluses. A B is not good. That's right. No. And so Google just wants to put the very best LinkedIn profiles mm-hmm. and rank that under the very best keyword mm-hmm. phrase. Well, and, and I always tell people, get a, your thesaurus, you know, because we get stuck on words. You know, if I just put in there that I was a trainer, that's great. Yeah. But it's speaker, trainer, presenter. And it's, in a lot of ways, that's the same thing. Sure. But if I only had one of those words and somebody looked for the other one, mm-hmm. they'll miss me. Right. Now, I don't put them in one sentence because that would look really strange. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not a speaker, trainer, presenter. Ugh. Well, yeah. use the words, you know, scatter them out, exactly. like you said. And I'm, I'm sort of a snob. I, I, I always look at the keyword tool. Mm-hmm. I don't ever guess because oftentimes I'm wrong. Definitely. And so I go, okay, keyword tool, mm-hmm. tell me how other people search for what mm-hmm. I do. And I use that phrase. Mm-hmm. And I choose one keyword per um, social media profile. Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, so my LinkedIn is Internet Marketing Speaker. Mm-hmm. My um, Twitter account is Marketing Speaker. Mm-hmm. My Facebook account has a variety of keywords I use in the wall posts, mm-hmm. but it's Marketing Speaker. Right. And so um, anytime yeah. somebody's looking for Marketing Speaker, they should find you. Well, my Facebook address is facebook.com slash, mm-hmm. not my name, mm-hmm. slash Marketing Speaker. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not Madonna or Prince, you know. No. I have no, I don't have the name right. recognition. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to get name recognition, I've got to be findable mm-hmm. to people who don't know I exist mm-hmm. but should. How do I get findable mm-hmm. to people for, to event planners and meeting planners? Mm-hmm. They type in marketing speaker mm-hmm. into Facebook, and they they start what I call a soft engagement mm-hmm. where they like you, mm-hmm. they subscribe to your yeah. business, and they page. want to see what you post. Yeah. You know, do you know what you're talking about? Do you post? I mean, that's always I love the people who bless their little hearts. They set up their Facebook page and then they leave it just like it's a website. I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, on now. no. You must post, and you must post more than ever once in a while. I had a client mm-hmm. that came to me and uh, they said. We want, they, they, uh, were a service that did, uh, income tax preparation. Great service. It was for low income. Mm-hmm. They would do free tax preparation, but they wanted to do one post. I said, no. All time? All time. I said, that's a website. <laughs> and, and I, and even at that, you should be updating your website. Yeah. But, but I, so what we did was we went to their Facebook page and, you know, bless their little hearts. They contracted me to do this. Right. And so every day I would go in several times a day. I would post the locations they were at, all these various things. But then I also said they needed to be posting so that they knew what was going on. But they also needed to monitor the page because there were questions that people would ask that I couldn't answer and questions that I did not want to answer. You know, this was tax stuff. I don't mess with the IRS. Um, but but I would obviously pay attention and tell them, hey, somebody has this question. Sure. But I made them go in and answer it. Yeah. Um, I talk about in the chapter quite quite heavily about being a CLO. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a CLO is a chief listening officer. Mm-hmm. And I think... a. The, the bigger part of social media, which I think honestly is the scarier part, mm-hmm. is listening as hard as you talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this or can, more. This can be a really painful mm-hmm. experience for businesses because if you start like Google Alerts, right? Mm-hmm. You set up Google Alerts. You have your company name. You mm-hmm. have some of your main products. My personal name. Your personal name. Mm-hmm. Make sure to put quotes around them, by mm-hmm. the way, so you get the exact reference. And I, well, I'm lucky. There's only three Deb Careers in the whole United States. You're lucky. But I also have in Google Alerts, and, and you know, we kind of are digressing here. I have it misspelled, too. Uh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's. I mm-hmm. get it misspelled all the time. Yes. And, and there's a reality television star called Heather Lutz. Ah. She's on the WB on the OC. Oh, nice. Yes, that's not me. Mm-hmm. That's when they make, I am not Snooky on the WB. No. <laughs> don't ever get me confused with Snooky, ever. Um, I don't look good in orange spray tan anyway. But, um, you know. Snooky doesn't yeah. look good. Okay. But, yeah, anyway, we, we digress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but in regard to um, 
Where were we? Um, <laughs> I got the snooky thing totally. I know we, we snookied and then we got lost. Sorry. Uh, so search engine optimization on LinkedIn pages oh, yes, like that. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So um, what I just try to make sure is that you think about your findability from the searcher's perspective mm-hmm. always, and you really try to dispel your own beliefs about your findability mm-hmm. and the keywords you think mm-hmm. are important, and let the Google keyword tool mm-hmm. dictate your findability. Right. Well, and, you know, to, to go back just for a second, the reason you put your own name in to a Google alert, and Google alerts are free, you know, right. you definitely want to set this, is you want to see if somebody says something about you. You know, that's always that's right. important. That's, that's right. You're listening. Right. You're listening. Right. And yes. especially if, say, you're in the job market, and, and people, oh, that's a big ego thing. We shouldn't do that. Really? No. I want to know what people are saying about me yeah. because it might not be right. Well, I know there's some precedents, some legislation that's actually pending about HR and social media. Mm-hmm. I'm not an HR professional. I don't claim to be. But recently I was hiring, uh, I was, again, I've been mm-hmm. looking for this executive mm-hmm. assistant position forever. And this gal interviewed beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was everything I thought I needed, I wanted. I started looking at her on mm-hmm. Facebook, and, and her Facebook account was completely open to the public. And not professional? Um Oh dear! Yeah, there was like a bus and oh. alcohol and oh. nudity and oh, really not professional. Really, really. Now mm-hmm. I, I, I respect the fact that people want to have a right. private life, but okay? make it private. But make it private. Right. And when mm-hmm. I called her on, she's like, "Oh, you can't see that." <laughs> I'm like, "Sorry, I can." Yeah. And can you explain that mm-hmm. to me? Why would you mm-hmm. have that public? And she just didn't have well, an ex- a, a reason. And, of course, that's one of the problems with Facebook is the settings are wide open until you change You've them. You've got to go in there and look right. at them. And, and so, so don't many Don't accept people, the defaults. Yeah. You know, they, they don't understand that you need to yeah. do that. Now, that's the nice thing about LinkedIn. You know, we can't tag people in LinkedIn. I'd, I'd like to be able to tag people in LinkedIn, but, yeah. you know, they, they still haven't allowed that. Right. But you're, you're posting professional things there. But if you've, you know, maybe you did your LinkedIn profile and then you never updated it. So say you are a, a potential employer and you're looking at it and, there are three jobs behind. You know, I couldn't but help. It, it, I couldn't help but have that influence my decision making mm-hmm. process. Oh, definitely. You know, and I felt bad. I didn't. I ended up not offering her the position mm-hmm. because I felt like now I knew too much, mm-hmm. and I, it became uncomfortable. Right. And so I guess my my feeling is, if you're going to engage in social media, mm-hmm. uh, do it with a business perspective. Mm-hmm. Set it up so that you get a private life and mm-hmm. a public life. And um, also that we we talk in chapter um, thirteen mm-hmm. we talk all about productivity tools ah. and how to make this easier. Mm-hmm. A lot of business owners come to me and they're like, you know, Heather, I don't have time. Uh, I don't have time to do any of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so well, I'm not going to do any. I'm of not it. Gonna, I'm not going to engage. Or, mm-hmm. or and actually, chapter uh, three is called the fear factor. Uh-huh. And it's all about why companies don't engage in social media. Right. What what's really going mm-hmm. on? Um, in chapter in chapter. Um, for the rules of engagement and thumbonomics, mm-hmm. we talk about how to set up an SMBM, which is a social media brand manager. Mm. We give you a job description. Mm-hmm. We help you set up a corporate social media policy. Good. There's, and you can go and actually download mm-hmm. that uh, from a URL in the book. Mm-hmm. And we try to really um, dispel the fear because a lot mm-hmm. of the fear is there's no rules. Mm-hmm. The secondary is I don't have a position for that mm-hmm. or I don't know who would take that. Mm-hmm. The finally is that's my secret sauce. What mm-hmm. if someone says that out on the internet? Mm-hmm. That's 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 dangerous well, and I'm scared of that. And they are anyway. So why not be part of that conversation? Well, it's so funny because I have a lot of CEOs are like, well, we have we have the internet totally shut down. Mm-hmm. You could just we watch everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. have you heard of a thing called a smartphone? I know that's sitting right next to their mm-hmm. keyboard. And and you wonder why they go to the bathroom a lot. And, and there's Facebook pulled mm-hmm. up right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said it's happening already. Mm-hmm. Whether you choose to engage mm-hmm. it and make rules around it decreases your liability mm-hmm. and risk as a business. Right. And and they might say stuff out there, and you ha- if they're signed in their HR mm-hmm. file that says mm-hmm. anything you post on your personal account mm-hmm. or on your business account that is mm-hmm. findable by Google mm-hmm. or we can see it, that is grounds for reprimand right. or termination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Let's take a break and come back and talk about that more because yeah. that is something I you know I, I talk to to individuals and companies all the time who you know th- their social media policy is be an adult. Let's talk about yeah. how we need to really structure that because we're not saying people are bad. We're just kind of dealing with those those things. So let's talk about social media policies when we come back. Right. Uh-huh. 
There are many debt relief plans and scams out there. So if you find yourself with $10,000 or more in credit card debt and you just want the facts about legitimate debt relief solutions available to you, then call American Credit Card Solutions for a free informational kit that will tell you about your options in simple, easy-to-understand language. The kit is free, the shipping is free, and the consultation is free. Call 800-865-5013 now. No hard sell, no pressure, just a candid discussion with a professional who's equipped to help you make an educated educated decision. This free informational kit can be sent to you today so you can examine all the debt relief options available in the comfort of your home with no one pressuring you to make a quick decision. Call 800-865-5013 and ask for your free kit. This is a first come first serve offer and kits are limited. So call right now for your free debt relief informational kit. 800-865-5013. That's 800-865-5013. Call now. Personally fulfilled workers are one thing, but how do you tap into the workers' knowledge and creativity that makes the organization more successful? Human Capital Coaching, a certification program through Coach Training Alliance, will help companies increase engagement, tap into employees' potential, lower turnover, and grow world-class managers. Whether you're leading a company, managing people, or reinventing your career, The skills you acquire as a human capital coach make it possible to do more with what you have. Coach Training Alliance has trained thousands of coaches. Visit the website, coachtrainingalliance.com. You can learn more about human capital coaching and register for the certification program. Once again, coachtrainingalliance.com. We are back. I am Deb Creer. If you're not connected with me online, why not? You can go to uh, the Mile High Radio show page. You can find my show there, and you will have links to all of my various social media sites there. You can also go to debcreer.com. Find me that way. You know, you talk about findability. My website is my name. So that makes it very easy. Heather Lutze is our guest today. Heather, tell us how we can find you. Well, you can go to facebook.com slash marketing speaker and go ahead and like me there. I've got a free audio book, a four-hour audio Great. book um, that you're welcome to download and listen to right away. Uh, you can also, go, of course, go to findability, F-I-N-D, ability.com, mm-hmm. and you can uh, check us out there as well. Great, great. Well, let's, you know, th- this wasn't something I planned to talk about, but it comes up all the time. So I really want to get into this, our social media policies. Yeah. And there's so many people that, we know want other rules, and you can't tell me what to do. I mean, I love all these people. Mm-hmm. You like my voices. I have to do voices. But, um, you know, it, it's here to stay. It's not going to go away. Now, granted, Facebook stock dropped today. Did you see that? They lost 10% of their value. Eh, like I bought it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. right. Um, but, you know, people are going to be doing it. So companies have got to embrace it and create a policy around it. Tell us why companies should have a policy. I, well, I think, you know, sexual harassment, I think, showed up in a very similar manner. My mm-hmm. mom worked as an executive secretary in the aerospace area Mm -hmm. and uh you know she said sexual harassment was rampant Mm -hmm. i mean and she's got some stories that were curling her eyelashes you know and it it was happening Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until corporations decided to to see that as a liability Mm -hmm. and they said you know what we're going to address it Mm -hmm. we're going to train our employees around it and then they're going to sign something that goes in their hr folder Mm -hmm. same with bullying the workplace right and you know i think social media unfortunately has to be approached from a risk mitigation standpoint Mm -hmm. and uh, that's why you have to have a social media corporate policy Mm -hmm. um and actually if you go to my my book we have a whole chapter on how to set this Mm -hmm. up correctly Mm -hmm. how to use your lawyers and attorneys to set this up this is the time to do that you do this now, people. Mm-hmm. Before and and you, you have the lawyers up. get in there. You you know, have this is absolutely. not writing the policy that says, we promise we will be good people and never say bad things. Yeah, use your best judgment does not apply here. Right. Because people never use their best judgment. Mm-hmm. In most cases, they well, they just don't, and, they don't know, they, they, and they feel so too subjective. comfortable. You know, so, what, yeah. it, it's, it's like, you know, what do I, you know, when, when is it pornography and when is it art? Well, it's 
different right. for different people. Right. And so I think that's really important. And then also you have a social media training. Mm-hmm. And I we talk about this in the book where we talk about have a small group of evangelists. Mm-hmm. You open up the social media to the small group. And your ah. IT department can do this. Mm-hmm. And you work as sort of a, um, a, a steering committee, if mm-hmm. you will, toward the policies and procedures and the engagement that is social media. Great. That initial group does mm-hmm. this on their free time. They mm-hmm. do it as part and parcel to their current job. Uh, and then once that everything has been tested, the, the policies have been written, the accounts have been set up, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, 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 and rules and regulations have been set up, then that's when you have a big corporate meeting and you talk mm-hmm. about, uh, my husband works for Sports Authority, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think I'm allowed to say this, but anyway, um, <laughs> um, they, they had an old CEO that left, mm-hmm. new guy came in, mm-hmm. the next day he opened up everything. And here's what they did, which I think is so brilliant. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, every department is a team. Ah. And every department is going to get mm-hmm. their own promotional code. Mm-hmm. And whatever sh- whatever you do to promote it on social media, mm-hmm. whoever gets the most amount of redemptions of those codes by department gets a tricked out wow. massive Christmas party. Nice. And they had a lot of money and they mm-hmm. could do really pretty much mm-hmm. whatever they wanted. And they had a significant... I don't want to say numbers, but they had a significant mm-hmm. bottom line improvement that mm-hmm. year just from social media mm-hmm. because the CEO had a vision mm-hmm. to to tackle it and to be and use it as mm-hmm. part of their business strategy right. that it wasn't this nasty no no that you did in the secrecy mm-hmm. of the bathroom on your breaks or and whatever it, and it's not stupid you know that's the big thing I have people tell me well it's stupid it's a waste yeah. of time you know it's it's funny the companies that prohibit their employees and and part i understand they don't want people on facebook when they're supposed to be working and you know all those various things so they just ban it completely well you know what that's kind of like telling the 14 year old that they can't do something they will break their necks figuring out a way to do it when you give them a way that they can Mm -hmm. a lot of times they're like okay well i really didn't want to well and what my policy is at my company is that when you're paid from nine to six Mm -hmm. every day if you're going to be on social media you'll be representing the company Mm -hmm. You will be talking. So my pay-per-click managers talk to other pay-per-click managers. Right. They share and exchange information. Ah, nice. Um, mm-hmm. My SEO people talk to other SEO people. Mm-hmm. My social media talk to social media people. Mm-hmm. And we extend our brand by by being involved in discussion groups, mm-hmm. by being involved in conversations. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I provided them a separate monitor, mm-hmm. and I said, look, I know that you're going to do this. This is part and parcel to what we do as an mm-hmm. agency, which is internet marketing. But I pay your paychecks. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I get to require and outline what you do mm-hmm. during my hours. Right. These are my hours, mm-hmm. not your hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get lunch, and you get before and mm-hmm. after work. But th- during those times, mm-hmm. I also I also ask them to optimize their LinkedIn profile for specific keyword phrases. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're working mm-hmm. for me, they need to optimize it for mm-hmm. those phrases. So pay-per-click management, Denver. Mm-hmm. Right? SEO marketing, Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone has their own set of keyword right. phrases they optimize Because people for. aren't just finding your company. They're finding the people in your company. That's right. And it's amazing how when you say, you know what, this contributes to getting paid every two weeks. Mm-hmm. They show up for you. Right. Because they don't want to go out mm-hmm. and look for a job right mm-hmm. now. They like where they're working. I give them all kinds of freedoms, mm-hmm. but I set regulations and ground mm-hmm. rules around that. And they've really responded amazingly uh, on helping me to extend the brand one position at a time. Mm-hmm. Not just, it's my my job to hire a marketing agency and we have to spend all this money. No, I ask all the employees to help me build and grow the business because mm-hmm. my success is their success. Right. Well, and you know, and, and it's pretty simple to have... A, a good social media policy. You know, the the nice yeah. thing is you can find examples from other companies. Sure. And, and it doesn't have to be too carried away. I forget whose it was I was looking at that was 33 pages like long. Kodak or one of those guys. One of the big guys. Yeah, that, you know, their, their little lawyers worked Ridiculous. way over time. Yeah. A page, you know, it, it's going to do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's just, it comes back to people saying, you know, I, I have uh, people that say, well, nobody knows that that's where I work. Yes, they do. <laughs> of course they do. You know, so, so I'm going to post on my <laughs> Facebook page, you know, well, I, it, good example. A friend of mine works for a very large entity, and uh, she got tagged in somebody else's pictures that these were not good pictures. She wasn't in the picture. She didn't oh, have anything to do with the picture. Yeah. But it comes back to the, the privacy filter. She didn't have it set right. So he was able to tag her. And unfortunately, what happened then was, you know, it, it looked like she had been at this big party. Because he had tagged her. Well, she hadn't. She was, he, but he wanted her to notice the post, and so creepy. Yeah, you know, and and <laughs> and you know, and, and they were friends and all this. But her boss saw it. Oh dear. And said, "What were you doing? You were supposed to be working." And she got in really big trouble. Wow. But you know, the the corporate policy could have been along the lines of, you know, 
make sure that you you check your tags. You know, anything. Whatever. Yeah. Just have a training. Just mm-hmm. get everyone in the same room. Yeah. She didn't even know what tagging yeah. meant. I do this all the time where I go into companies. I help their social media departments get set up. Mm-hmm. We use tools like Hootsuite and TweetDeck mm-hmm. to help them manage and monitor mm-hmm. all the conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set up tweet plans for 30 days. Mm-hmm. We also train the employees on understanding how to address mm-hmm. uh, issues that come up on mm-hmm. social media. And I think that the biggest challenge for leaders uh, and the ones I've seen that have been the, the best at innovating into social media mm-hmm. are the ones that say, we are doing this. We're going to set up a corporate policy. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a company-wide training, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to let everyone open up. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If they don't do their work, it's going to show up in their right. performance mm-hmm. reviews. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll whittle away some of the employees that mm-hmm. weren't working anyway. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have yeah. a way to track mm-hmm. it. And so oftentimes, um, I interviewed um, Tony Shea for my book. Mm-hmm. I, did a, I did a bunch of interviews. I interviewed John Hickenlooper mm-hmm. about how he leveraged social media mm-hmm. for his first gubernatorial mm-hmm. campaign. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Tony Shea as well. You know, he runs Zappos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually pay their employees, I believe it's, they have a waiting period, and then they pay them $2,000 if they leave. Hmm. They pay their employees to leave. Why? Because they say that in that probationary period, if you don't absolutely love what you do, mm-hmm. we it don't want saves them more money to give the money and leave than it does to keep them on unhappy for another six months. I love it. Isn't that brilliant? Mm-hmm. I was like, that is mind-blowingly well, brilliant. And, and Zappos has been at the forefront of doing a lot of this. Oh, yeah. You know, the, they're big on blogging and, and you know, and... and they do it with authenticity. You know when you see Tony's blog, Tony wrote it. It wasn't, you know, yeah. some little person down the line that wrote this and maybe he saw it, maybe no. You know, they're yeah. they're very big on ownership oh, yeah. and, and all of those things and, and, and empowering their employees. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony told me the funniest story. It, and actually he, he ha- it's very w- widely known story, but how one of his customer service agents actually was talking to a potential customer and the potential customer had called up just to get a pizza ordered. <laughs> So that she had called and, and mm-hmm. she'd known this gal because obviously she was a shoe addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she called this customer service rep because they had built a relationship. Mm-hmm. And she calls me. She's like, you know what? I just, I'm new in this area. Can you help me find a pizza? <laughs> and so not only did she help her find a pizza, mm-hmm. but she ordered it and paid for it. Mm-hmm. And then had it delivered to Wait. her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is a whole different sense of customer relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that I always think of social media as the wooing as if you think of, of social media as dating, mm-hmm. uh, if you think you of, find out about people, yeah, there. you you know, mm-hmm. have a drink, you go out mm-hmm. for appetizers, maybe you get together with friends, mm-hmm. you know, every like, every subscribe, mm-hmm. every comment, every follow. Um, is a little bit of a wooing engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not ready to buy from you today, mm-hmm. but I will soon or someday. And if you ignore me, I will go away. If you don't have anything to say, mm-hmm. why should I bother? Right. And if you do, then I'm going to follow you mm-hmm. and I'm going to evangelize for you. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm ready, I call it top of mind leader. Mm-hmm. So when someone says, you know what, I need that service, mm-hmm. you're the top of mind experts for them because they've been watching you mm-hmm. in social media for yeah. months. And they may have never really interacted with you. No. It's, it's interesting when I have people tell me that, you know, they're, they, you know, have liked my page and, you know, I'll see them somewhere or they'll send me a message or something and they've never interacted with me at all. So I thought, Ugh, you know, mm-hmm. they were just nice and polite by liking me. And they'll say, oh no, I remember this post. I remember that post. And they, so they were paying attention. So I think that's one of the things to remember is just because you're not always getting feedback yeah. doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't successful. Well, I have people come up to me all the time at conferences like, I'm your Facebook friend. Yeah. Don't you know me? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, sorry. I, yeah, I like, but they're like so excited mm-hmm. that we're friends yeah. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I like all your posts, mm-hmm. or we've talked a couple times mm-hmm. on this. And they really think that they're, they're, they're your friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love that they do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to be very gracious, mm-hmm. but I don't know who they are. No, no. I mean, I know a handful of the people, mm-hmm. obviously, that follow me, mm-hmm. but I've got, you know, I've got a number of followers, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know each person. I'd love to if I could. Mm-hmm. But. Every single post is going to appeal to a different sector mm-hmm. of that friend population. Mm-hmm. And so I try to really be sensitive to having personal conversations, if you will, business personal conversations, mm-hmm. um, and more lighthearted right. on my personal mm-hmm. business page. And then on my actual page page, mm-hmm. uh, I will post like articles and mm-hmm. blogs like Mark Zuckerberg got mm-hmm. married over the weekend. So right. I, I immediately posted that mm-hmm. when it showed up on Mashable. Mm-hmm. I immediately pushed right. it to there. Stuff like that that mm-hmm. I think it's more business. Mm-hmm. I th- I treat my business page sort of like a um, a news feed, mm-hmm. if you will. Right, and and you get quick little snippets of knowing what you're like. So right. so then we decide, okay, 
what I've seen online of Heather, I like. So then when I'm ready to spend my money, I'll go to Heather. Right. I mean, there's an authentic tr- authenticity transfer from what you see someone as a thought leader is doing, mm-hmm. and that, that thought leadership then transfers over to someone you want to hire mm-hmm. or maybe consult right. or speak. So there's a lot of, I would say it's called social media. Mm-hmm. If you go in and set up a profile and never post to it, it's like going to a party and standing in the corner. Mm-hmm. and not with your back to, to people. With the back to mm-hmm. people and not talking to anyone mm-hmm. there. It's not social. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be there, be there. Be willing to get mm-hmm. social. Right. And, and you, you can set up a whole different sort of persona for yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be super gregarious and outgoing. No. And, in fact, it's a great tool for people who are introverts. You yeah. know, they can hide behind this computer screen, which is perfect for them. Right. So it, great. It's a, it's a, and, and, you know, in the book, with Thumbonomics, we talk about uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, blogging, and mobile marketing. I love it. So how can people buy your book? Uh, they can go to Amazon.com is mm-hmm. the best, most inexpensive way. Okay. They can get the Kindle version, and they can get the audio version uh-huh. of both my books, Findability okay. Formula and Thumbonomics. Great, and, great. And, oh, by the way, Amazon is a search engine. Yes. I'm just going to put it out there. Oh, yeah. So when I, when I chose mm-hmm. the titles of my books... You'll notice that the Thumbonomics is the essential business roadmap mm-hmm. to social media mm-hmm. and mobile marketing. Right. So I, when somebody looks for a book on social media, I'm findable. There it is. Yep. Yeah. And mobile marketing, great, I'm great. So, yeah. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being my last in-studio guest. This has been so much fun. Um, as always, I need to thank the man behind the glass, Scott. We couldn't have a program if we didn't have Scott because he pushes the buttons and makes things go. Uh, my next program I will be calling in remotely from Atlanta, so this will be fun to, to test technology and, and take it to the next level because we know we're going to be able to do that. So, you know, just because I'm not in Colorado doesn't mean I'm not going to still be part of Mile High Radio. So great. With that, thank you. Everybody, enjoy the day. Make sure that you find Heather on Facebook. Make sure you find me and have an absolutely fabulous day. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed. You just remember what your old past said. Boy, you've got a friend in me. Yeah, you've got a friend in me. You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.